Good morning. And welcome to King of Kings this morning. Um, first question, do we have any first-time visitors who would be so bold to identify themselves? We have a pamphlet. Um, if you raise your hand, uh, Larry will get you one. Okay, no first-time visitors today. Uh, next Friday dance is on March 18th. That'd be this coming Friday. And uh, it's just going to be spaghetti burgers and hot dogs. I understand the corned beef has been dropped from the, the, the menu here. And Chris was also telling me, so I'll save her. She's as, she's as scattered as I am this morning. This time change thing throws everybody off. But she was also sharing that there are eggplant and green beans in the fellowship hall that were, uh, they had way more than they would have ever needed with the uh, distribution. So if you like egg, she said they're beautiful eggplant. I'm actually gonna grab some and make up some baba ganoush. Um, so uh, eggplant and green beans, after service, you can go over the fellowship hall. Sunday jam, today's at 1.30. Um, Easterly forms, they're in your bulletins. And if you uh, fill them out, please get them ordered by April 5th so we can have the lilies over here for Easter. Um, new member class after uh, worship today, anybody who's been coming who would like to join who's not a member, I have two classes. Um, the first one's about Christianity in general and the second one then is about what is distinguishes Lutherans from within this family of Christianity and what we do here at King of Kings. Um, and that'll be, so it'll be this Sunday after worship. Get yourself a cup of coffee. I'll hang around in the office. I'll actually probably run over and get some eggplant and then I'll come back and I'll be at the office. Um, so it'll be this Sunday and next Sunday after worship. Um, we have a formation group that's formed that started on Wednesday. That one is closed. Um, but if there is another group that would like to do it, I still have books, and I've said that I'll do whatever time we need to accommodate. Um, so if there are those who would like to do it, um, see me. If you have other people that you'd like to do it with, if I have three together, that's plenty. We can do it that way. So keep that in mind, and I'll keep reminding you, but I won't beat you up over it. Um, March 27th, which is in two weeks, we will have laying on of hands for healing at worship during communion. Now I'm hoping that uh, we will have gone back to a normal distribution so as you come up and get your elements, um, we'll have a, a, a group of people stationed and they will do the prayers for healing and wholeness and the anointing. Um, I had three people who finished that class um, and they will be, it will be Carl, Christine Brevik, and Elaine. And uh, they will be offering that ministry. Um, our weekly COVID update, our numbers have dropped down to 51 a day per day in Pasco County from uh, 90, 98 or 93 the week before. So we quite, we still haven't gotten down under that 50, but I am anticipating that with the council meeting this week, that we will um, stop asking people to wear masks. I still invite you to wear a mask if you feel comfortable. And that we'll go back to, rather than the uh, prepackaged self-serve communion, we'll go back 
to the, the loaf of bread and the attention. However, keeping some elements here still for those who aren't comfortable coming up. Um, and we'll keep that until that fades away completely. Uh, are there any other announcements for the good of the family today? All right then, I invite those who are able to stand and let us begin with a closer walk with thee. In the name of God, who makes a way in the wilderness and walks with us and guides us on our pilgrimage. Holy One, we confess that we have wandered far from you we have not trusted your promises. We have ignored your prophets in our own day. We have squandered our inheritance of grace. We have recognized you in our midst. Have mercy on us and turn us again to you. Teach us to follow in your ways. Assure us again of your love and help us to love our neighbor. Amen. Beloved in Christ, the word draws near to you, and all who call out on the, to God shall be saved. In Jesus, God comes to you again and again and again and again and again and gathers you under the wings of love. In Jesus' name, your sins are forgiven. God journeys with you and teaches you how to live in love. Amen.
Good morning. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Please join me in praying the prayer of the day. God of the covenant, in the mystery of the cross, you promise everlasting life to the world. Gather all peoples into your arms and shelter us with your mercy, that we may rejoice in the life we share in your Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. A reading from Genesis. After these things, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision. Do not be afraid, Abram. I am your shield. Your reward shall be very great. But Abram said, O Lord God, what will you give me? For I continue childless, and the heir of my house is Elijah of Damascus. And Abram said, You have given me no offspring. And so a slave born in my house is to be my heir. But the word of the Lord came to him, This man shall not be your heir. No one but your very own issue shall be your heir. He brought him outside and said, Look toward the heaven and count the stars, if you are able to count them. Then he said to him, So shall your descendants be. And he believed the Lord, and the Lord reckoned it to him as righteousness. Then he said to him, I am the Lord who brought you from Ur of the Chaldees to give you this land to possess. But he said, O Lord God, how am I to know that I shall possess it? He said to him, Bring me a heifer three years old, a female goat three years old, a ram three years old, a turtle dove, and a young pigeon. He brought him all these and cut them in two, laying each half over against the other. But he did not cut the birds in two. And when the birds of prey came down on the carcasses, Abram drove them away. As the sun was going down, a deep sleep fell upon Abram, and a deep and terrifying darkness descended upon him. When the sun had gone down and it was dark, a smoking firepot and a flaming torch passed between the, these pieces. On that day, the Lord made a covenant with Abram, saying, To your descendants I give this land, from the river of Egypt to the great river, the river Euphrates. The word of the Lord. Let us read responsively Psalm 27. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom then shall I fear? When evildoers close in against me to devour my flesh, though an army encamp against me, my heart will not fear. One thing I ask of the Lord, one thing I seek. For in the day of trouble, God will give me shelter. I 
Even now my head is lifted up above my enemies who surround me. Hear my voice, O Lord, when I call. My heart speaks your message. Seek my face. Hide not your face from me. Turn not away from your servant in anger. Though my father and my mother forsake me, Teach me your way, O Lord. Subject me not to the will of my foes. This I believe, that I will see the goodness of the Lord. Wait for the Lord and be strong. A reading from Philip. Philippians, brothers and sisters, join in imitating me and observe those who live according to the example you have in us. For many live as enemies of the cross of Christ. I have often told you of them, and now I tell you even with tears. Their end is destruction, their God is the belly, and their glory is in their shame. Their minds are set on earthly things, but our citizenship is in heaven. And it is from there that we are expecting a savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. He will transform the body of our humiliation that it may be conformed to the body of his glory by the power that also enables him to make all things subject to himself. Therefore, my brothers and sisters, whom I love and long for, my joy and crown, stand firm in the land in this way, my beloved. The word of the Lord. I would ask those who are able to rise for the reading of the gospel. The gospel according to Luke, the 13th chapter. At that very hour, some Pharisees came and said to Jesus, get away from here for Herod wants to kill you. He said to him, go and tell that fox for me. Listen, I am casting out demons and performing cures today and tomorrow and the next day I must be on my way because it is impossible for a prophet to be killed outside of Jerusalem 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 the city that kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to it how often I've desired to gather your children together as a hen gathers her brood under her wings and yet you are not willing see your house is left to you. And I tell you, you will not see me until the time comes when you say, blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord, the gospel of our Lord. Please be seated. I want to reread one of the lines out of the psalm because I I really like it, and it sums up a lot for me. It's right near the end. It says, this I believe that I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. This I believe. 
that I will see how God will make things right while we live yet in this world today. This is not just saying, I'll wait till I get to heaven and I'll put up with it all. No, this I believe that I will see it take place in this life. Hang on to that because I want to talk about something a little different. There's a song by, I believe it's Amy Grant, on the wings of an angel about how they'll lift you up on the wings of an angel. There's another song that we sing, you know, and I will uh, bear you up on the wings of an eagle, on eagle's wings. The tune is lost. There's another tune running in my head. I don't want to tell you what it is. But there's a, there's, there's a tune we, song we sing about being raised up on eagle's wings. Well, I want to focus on a different set of wings. I want to focus about being under the wings of the chicken. This dynamic today in this gospel reading, they come to Jesus and they say, you better leave because Herod wants to kill you. And Jesus says, tell that old fox for me. And then he laments afterwards about how the prophets and the people who come are sent to Jerusalem to proclaim God's word are often killed and stoned in Jerusalem. But yet he would like to gather the children, those who are there to be um, prophesied to, gather under his wings as a chicken or as a hen gathers her brood under her wings. Now, in our culture, we think of chickens as retiring, you know, in fact, to call someone a chicken is an insult. That means they're a coward. You chicken you. But in reality, that's not the truth about chickens. Now, a chicken without a brood, a chicken just as a chicken in your yard will keep their distance. They will run away. They will run and hide. Um, they'll even fly for a short distance, although they can't fly real far. But when a chicken has chicks, watch out. My one sister, the one who comes right after me, the one I talked about, I think, last week because she got A's and I didn't, she was the one who always had her nose stuck into a hole or at a nest or watching things as they would develop and grow. She would come home with all sorts of abandoned baby critters. Some of them died. Many of them died shortly after, but some of them lived. We had a robin that she rescued that had been pushed out of a nest, and we used to have to go out and gather worms and mash it up and feed it, water it down so we could put it in an eyedropper to feed this robin. This robin grew up until it actually would fly free during the day, but it would come back in the evening, and then one day it didn't come back. It must have met, we just say it met Mrs. Robin, and off she flew. But I still remember the one time neighbors were visiting and someone let cheap out of its cage, and Cheap flew up and landed on my head while I was talking to this woman who used to be our neighbor. And she was just kind of, did, it, did I just see a bird land on your head? Oh, yeah, that's Cheap. That's our pet Robin. We also had a pet duck. Jane uh, was watching this nest along the creek. And then she saw a mother duck there with four ducklings. But she knew there were more eggs in the nest. 
So she went back at the nest. She said one egg was moving and making noise, and she couldn't leave it. So she brought it back. I said, well, you've touched it now. You know, you might as well open it up. And the duck here had developed in its egg upside down. It developed with its head rather than being down under its breast up over its back. So the eye tooth of the duck was not able to break out of the shell. Um, but she broke it out of the shell, but it was distorted. I said, Jane, it's a freak. You might as well put it out of misery. No, 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 I can't do that. Well, sure enough, the next morning, the duck has straightened up, although it always had a weird neck, almost like a, a goosenecks. And it was our pet for over 10 years. And it thought it was a person. It would, <laughs> it would follow around. I mean, I remember one summer I was out working on a foundation for a shed. My father gives me these jobs, start building a foundation, you know, start forming up. I'm out there digging holes and putting up, a, trying to build a form. And the duck would come down to the creek with me and then would be down in the creek playing and then I would go up the hill and it would, next day it would look around and wouldn't see me and come up the hill running, chip, 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 a little duckling. One time it chased my grandmother around the house and she thought she'd run away from it. And the duck doubled back and caught her coming the other way. It thought it was a person. In fact, it would, get it would get randy in the spring, and it would go after my sister. So we caught a female duck nearby. Didn't want anything to do with real ducks. It thought it was a person. It lived in the garage. Well, actually, it was a little shed that was left of what was left of the garage. Um, and it had a pen outside that was built along the pool fence. And in the morning, you'd go open up that door to this shed, and take the, the, the screen that was on its box off and it would fly out and it would walk around then it would fly up into the pen and it would spend all day there and in the evening you'd go out and say, come on, time to go in the house. It would follow, fly up out, follow you back in and fly into its box. And if you forgot to get it, it would come around to the front door. We had a window and bang on the front door like, hey, I'm supposed to sleep inside. Don't you know this? So we had, this is because of my sister Jane. But I get, I'm getting digressing, and you're probably just going to remember the duck. But the, the story I'm wanting to tell you is when she was about four or five years old, we were on, my grandparents still lived on the farm my mother grew up on. And it was springtime, and the chickens had broods of chicks. And my sister, true to who she was and who she still is today, ended up picking up one of these chicks. Well, my memory is my sister running, and my sister was tall for her age, but she's running and she's cradling this chick. And the mother duck, a uh, mother chicken is behind her, flopping its wings and making a racket. And she's running, mommy, mommy, mommy. Well, she tripped and fell. And when she fell, she flung the chick to the one side and the chick ran over to its mom and the mother chicken left her alone. So don't ever think that a mother hen is chicken. Because my sister was bigger than that chicken at that point, but that chicken was not going to let anything happen. And this play in this gospel lesson between tell Herod, that fox, that I'll be here, that here I stand, and then goes on to lament how he could be as a hen and protect his brood under the wings the way a hen will protect her brood under her wings. 
because when a fox gets into a hen house, the chickens without chicks will run and hide and try to get up in the corners. But the ones with chicks will, will bring their chicks under their wings and bare their breasts so the fox grabs them instead of the chicks. And once the fox has got a hold of a chicken, it's got plenty. It's not even interested in the chick, and it drags the chicken off. Chicken will sacrifice itself against the fox. In Herod's time, Herod was a tetrarch of the land. He was the ruler of the Jewish people, but Herod answered to the Romans, as did the synagogue. They answered to the Romans. And they knew that more than anything else, the Romans didn't care about the way they worshiped. They didn't care about how they governed themselves. The Romans were interested in one thing, that the peace would be maintained so the commerce could flow. Because when the peace is maintained, and the commerce flowed, they could tax the commerce and send the money back to Rome. And that's what the Romans cared about. So whenever you had anybody speaking out against the way things were, against the injustices, against the, the least of these, whenever you had anybody speaking out and saying, don't say gay, and don't teach our children anything that might be true but makes us uncomfortable, well, then they wanted to squelch that down. And this isn't any different than the stuff that goes on today. Just like the bills that are passing through the Florida legislature right now, it's about making sure that there is no dissent, because if there is dissent, then people will rebel, and if people rebel, then the commerce might stop flowing. And don't think our governor was just trying to be forethought about his approach to COVID. All he wanted to do was make sure that the biggest industry in Florida, the tourist industry, kept going. Because you have to make sure the money gets into the coffers. And how many people got sick and died? Well, we can play with the numbers and hide and fudge the numbers. but. We have to keep commerce going because it's always about the bottom line. And churches fall into this too because churches can become about their bottom line and it's natural to be scared when your income doesn't match your outgo. You might have to adjust. But don't say things to make people uncomfortable. Don't use politics in the pulpit because it might make people uncomfortable and they won't give. Well, I'm sorry. Jesus was very political right here. They're saying, Herod wants to shut you up. He wants to kill you. And Jesus says, well, here I am. I'm gonna be doing this for the next couple days. And laments then that he can't take his brood under his wing as a mother hen. But see, that's exactly what he did. He took all of us, all of humanity, under his wings. 
And you might say, but pastor, the metaphor thins out because you just told us the mother chicken sacrifices herself for her children. Yes, that's true. And the children in this scenario, the chicks, are left to fend for themselves. So if they're not old enough or danger comes along, they're pretty much the first victim. But see, God flipped the script on us. Jesus didn't die, and that was it. Jesus was resurrected. He said, death can't contain me. And because death can't contain me, that means death can't contain you. So that gives you the freedom to be bold. That gives you the freedom to kneel at the national anthem. That gives us the freedom to say to the young person who's struggling with their sexuality and 16 and 15 and 17 can be really tough ages. Well, you know, there's nothing wrong with being gay. This gift, this God who says, I will sacrifice myself for you, and I come back to do it again and again and again, because we celebrate Easter each year, is a gift that truly keeps on giving. And through that, we are only not protected. We are all saved. Amen. In Christ, you have heard the word of faith, the gospel of salvation. We believe in him 
marked with the seal of the promised Holy Spirit. Before I read my next line, I want to make the announcement for those who haven't heard. Um, Isabel Geshwin, who was a beloved member of this congregation, this one of the few people that I've never heard anybody say anything negative about. Um, she passed away on Thursday. Um, she had recently moved from her place in uh, Timber Oaks, and her daughter had moved her closer to the villages so where her daughter lives so she could be there more readily for her. But um, between the all the shifting and the moving, and then she got, she picked up COVID. Um, she tested positive for COVID. Um, her body, which we all know, if anybody who's visited could see that her body was failing on her, although her mind was still very sharp. Um, it's just, this is a very sad day, or sad uh, nose to hear. But as someone else said, so I'm not the first one who said, this also might have been a blessing. So uh, Isabel has joined all the saints that have gone before us. So living together in trust and hope, we confess our faith. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended to heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, the lasting. Amen. Drawn close to the heart of God, we offer these prayers for the church, the world, and all who are in need. You gather the church into a community of mercy and grace. Unify Christians around the globe in efforts to proclaim good news, even in the face of opposition, and to protect those whose lives are imperiled by the gospel. Merciful God, hear our prayer. You create the entire universe and call it good. Hinder those who would cause further destruction to your planet's fragile ecosystems and augment the cause of those who advocate for thoughtful stewardship of the Earth's resources. Merciful God, receive our prayer. You raise up leaders committed to love and justice. Nurture in those who govern patience to receive criticism, openness to new ideas, and courage to change course when needed for the sake of the common good. Merciful God, receive our prayer. You hear us when we cry to you. Attend to those expecting a child and console those who have experienced miscarriage. Comfort veterans enduring post-traumatic stress. Shield those endangered by domestic violence. Uphold those who are ill or grieving especially John, Verna, Helen, Charles, Jessica, Phil, Robert, 
Violet, Malachi, Bob, Richard, Alex, Claire, Jean, Sydney, Diane, Donna, David, Jill, Dwayne, Sandy, Bob, William, Louie, Robert, Pastor Vetter, Adeline, and prayers to the family of Isabel Gershwin on her passing. Merciful God, receive our prayer. You kindle faith that moves us into action. Guide children and adults preparing for baptism or confirmation. Empower Sunday school teachers, confirmation leaders, and parents who share their faith with younger generations. Give us all a renewed sense of vocation. Merciful God, receive our prayer. You welcome us into your heavenly realm. We give thanks for those whose labors on earth are ended and who now rest with you. On the final day, gather all of us with them in your loving arms. Merciful God, hear our prayer. Lord, give us ears to hear and hearts to receive the words of those who speak and speak with words that make us uncomfortable. Help us to hear truth and love of your word in these words. Merciful God. God be with the people of Ukraine as they have far exceeded the world's expectations in their opposition to tyranny. Continue to uphold them and keep them strong. Weep with those who've lost loved ones and keep those safe who are currently either fleeing for their lives or defending their homeland. And be with those also, touch the hearts of those who are so twisted and turned to try to drive their will upon another people. Merciful God. At this time, I invite you to offer those prayers of your own, those people or situations that you are praying for. You are invited to offer these aloud or silently in your heart. Merciful God, accept the prayers we bring, O God, on behalf of a world in need. For the sake of Jesus, amen. The peace of Christ be with you always. And also with you. Please be seated.
Let's all pray together the offering prayer as one voice. Extravagant God, you have blessed us with the fullness of creation. Now we gather at your feast where you offer us the food that satisfies. Take and use what we offer here. Come among us and feed us with body and blood of Christ, in whose name we pray. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is indeed right, our duty and our joy, that we should at all times and in all places give thanks and praise to you, almighty and merciful God, through our Savior Jesus Christ, who on this day overcame death in the grave and by his glorious resurrection opened to us the way of everlasting life. And so, with all the choirs of angels, with the church on earth and the hosts of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending night in which he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread, gave thanks, and broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, take and eat. This is my body, given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. In that same manner, after supper, he took the cup, gave thanks, and gave it for all to drink, saying, this cup is a new covenant in my blood shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin. Do this for remembrance of me. Amen. amen. By the way, that's a big amen. That's about the biggest amen we got. Okay. Maybe this is the biggest amen because let us all pray together boldly the words that our Savior has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not to temptation, deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us all together partake of the feast.
Blessed Jesus, in this rich meal of grace, you have fed us with your body, the bread of life. Now send us forth to bear your life-giving hope to the world. Amen. You are children of God. Remember that you're protected by the chicken wing over your head. Let that make you so bold, knowing that this chicken gave its life for you, that you can speak up for all the injustice you see. Go, and go in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace. Jesus meets you on the way. <laughs>